Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 325. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to talk about some legendaries from Dominaria. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're here for our birthday weeks or weekend, as it were. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yep. We've got some people to thank, some stories to tell, some cards to talk about. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. The old Fuge, hey? Yeah. Get any card orders yet at your new house? No, it turns it turns out I had my postal code wrong oh. the last two weeks, <laughs> and the the post person has been really really nice, and they've been delivering the mail anyway. But on the one that I got today, it was like a thing from my lawyer's office when I bought the place, and it had all of the really important documents you get when you buy a new home. Nope. And the guy like wrote in pen like, "Hey, circled the." Your postal code is actually this. Get your shit together. You should change it in case. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Right? Like, <laughs> this is important stuff, and if I'm never not here, you might not get your mail. So, thanks be to that guy, if he listens. I yeah. assume he does. Everybody does. And, uh, yeah. So, I haven't got any card orders yet. I do have one to pick up at our local game store. Wait a sec. But uh, If you did get a card order... And if you did have the correct postal code written in, mm-hmm. would you have used CCO Spring promo code? To save 5% off all the stuff I was going to buy anyway? Yep. Yeah, I would. Yes, and if you're going to spend over 100 bucks, would you use CCO Perks promo code? And get 10% kickback on the stuff that I was going to buy anyway and I already saved 5% on? Yes. Of course I would. Do I look like an idiot? You would have used both of them at the same time? You would have touched tips with the promo code? You would have scissored them like daddy ass. <laughs> yeah. Give him the Bronco Buster. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's a, re- a wrestling reference we both just made. Hey. Very strange. Okay, well. What yeah. world are we living in? The world where people out in the nation should use CCO Spring when the, they shop for stuff that they're going to buy anyway. Yeah, it tells Fusion that we're doing a good job and that people like to save money, which yeah, they do. Yeah, These are times when you want to save money. Very much so, yeah. And they've got all their they've got their sealed product up. They haven't s- split out all the singles for pre-order yet, I don't think, at this time. Maybe by the time you're listening, the set will be spoiled or, or fully previewed or fully unveiled or whatever, and you can start loading carts up with singles because you can use a discount on pre-order stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now... Said speaking of support, supporting the business daddies helps them know that their partnership with us is a good one. Mm-hmm. If you want to support Commander Cookout directly, you can go to patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Oh, yeah. And and there's lots of good benefits like the Discord and yeah. and submitting decks, having decks featured on the show. Opportunity to be a part of CCO House when we go places or yes. Penthouse CCO. Yes, the whole say. the whole CCO experience is what we're calling that now. And that is something that we that we love to do with our patrons. It is actually so much fun. We were talking about yeah. it on the pre-show yeah, yesterday for you. Yeah. Yeah. Extra little things ordered. Like we're getting like I'm not going to say anything about it, but but we're getting like a special edition Halloween spooky CCO t-shirt. We got a couple other little fun giveaway things that that the people in the house don't know about yet. Yep, it's going to be so, good. So, get in early when we when we announce that we're doing one of these, they fill up quick and I can't book a house for 100 people. Like I can't book an entire hotel floor. <laughs> I just don't have the the capital to do that. Yeah. But uh, if you want to help with capital, final way is uh, you go to commandercooko.com. There's a donate button if you want to donate to any of the experience, and, and that goes a long way to help and get a lot of the little things that we need, like once we're there and we're like, oh, fuck, we didn't call a caterer or, yeah. or, or whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. Dominaria United. Dominaria United is what we're talking about today. We're going to skip a lot of our regular banter, yep. which is weird for Which us. is weird. Yeah, we do have a couple little pieces of podcast business, but I wanted to throw something magic-y in there yeah. so the people that are like, who the fuck are these Commander Cuckoo guys never talk about magic? Yeah. We're going to talk about Dominaria United Legends today. We don't know if we got them all. There's like 200 of them. It's crazy. And people say, this isn't a set for Commander. Who said that? Why do you I think that somebody said people that? People have said that. It's like, this is one of the best non-commander sets to come out. I read it a couple of times. Well, maybe I'm, it is. Maybe it's a great limited set. Maybe it is a great limited set, but yeah. there's a lot of commander stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saying something is the best thing for limited doesn't mean it's not a commander set. Oh, also, for sure. Well, right? but some of the things I've also said, like, I'm not sure this isn't a com- 
this isn't really the most commander-focused set I've ever oh. seen. What? I don't know if that's true. Well, everything's commander-focused exactly. now. We just we just have to accept that that's and whether exactly. somebody says it's not or it is, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, podcasting business—that's right. enough magic talk for now. Yeah. What? What is magic? <laughs> oh man. We have a few new patrons to thank. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, one of the benefits. Yeah. Air quotes. Is your CCO You could see nickname. me doing the air quotes if you're watching on YouTube and subscribing, which you should be, because we work really hard yeah. to look cool. Yeah. And I'm wearing a new shirt today that everybody can look at. Yeah. I just- uh, It's my very first green shirt. There really, you go. Really excited it's, about it's it. It's almost exactly the same color as the green screen. I'm really excited to wear it in front of the green screen. I'm not excited for that. I- uh, uh, I do want to shout out. I just, I just want to shout out real quick before the patrons. Editor Joe doing this show, and editor Tyler that does CCO's Top Five in Five and CCO's Sidewalk Slam. He's doing a good job. Yep. Got another one of those coming up soon. We're going to record it tomorrow. Yep. with Some new humans. It's going to be fun. Yep. You, you, you subscribe and you hit the bell and you do the thing. You take shit on the like button so you know when CCO Sidewalk Slam comes out yep. in early September. And then you can take a shit on your toilet while you watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had this idea for like a, like a like a five or ten minute sidewalk slam like recap show, and and the tagline was gonna be like "Watch it while you take a shit," and then, and I was like, it could be called CCO's crap talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess let me know in the comments if you like that. Yeah, patrons, patrons. We got a couple new ones to we thank. Have them. Yes. We got a returner. Okay. And, and we have a couple of these. There's almost as many Brandons and Brandos in the nation as there is Callums. What? We got a Brando um, here. Pa- what? Well, what? He's, he says his friends call him Brando, but his name is Brandon. Brandon Elper. We got a, like, is he Bizarro Brando 2? Bizarro Brando 6969? That sounds like an email from, like, grade 5. Brandolso. Brandolso. Also being... The yeah. O. Yeah. But Brandolso. That sounds like he's like a magician from the 30s. Neat. Hey? Magicians from the 30s were the best because they like actually just cut people in half. Pulling middle fingers out of hats and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're yeah. middle fingers that they like cut off of people in the audience. And like. He uses a middle finger as a saw to saw somebody in half. Somebody else's middle finger, though. The great Brandolso. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Like that too. Welcome. Well, welcome back. Yeah. Or whatever. F you also for being here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Okay, we got some new ones. Okay. Okay. And and some that I think are probably pseudonyms. Okay. Not real names. Okay. So well, let's see what they are. Dumb sum. The dumb sum. Kind of like dim sum. Well, dump sum. That's easy. Dump sum. You dump sum. Dump sum. Dump some ass. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I want to dump some ass. Yeah, right? Like. Man. <laughs> went, to, went to Taco Bell yesterday, got two burritos, and I like drove around town looking for a carpet. Man, I had to dump ass when I got home. It oh, was... man, you had to dump ass on some, <laughs> oh, <laughs> some yeah. carpet. I was thinking dump ass means something else. No, it means when you really <laughs> need to take a dump, man. Like That's what dump ass means. Everybody knows that. Well, Mr. Dump, or whoever you are, welcome. welcome. <laughs> and F you. And F you for being here, yes. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. Another pseudonym. Geared... Geared? Geared Pliskin. Geared Pliskin? Gearhead Pisskin. Yeah. He's either really jaundiced and unhealthy, or you can see through him because he is very hydrated and quite healthy. Mm -hmm. Gearhead. Gearhead Gearhead Pisskin. Pisskin. That's a gross one. Well, sometimes we got to show people that we can get down in the muck with the common folk. And wrestle dump, around and dump some. Yeah, gotta like get I, down in the dump some. Exactly. I'm not afraid to jump in the cream corn. I'm all over that shit. Hey, no s- kink shaming in the nation. Speaking of cream corn, I think I got a nickname for our next guy. This is Vincent Corfage. I want to call him Vincent Cornface. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's lumpy. I don't know. Like, is he lumpy? I've never or seen him before. The- Yellow or sent him a thank you on Patreon. That is a benefit. You get a personal thank you from me. I actually sit down and type it. So if you're into like getting, if if you want to feel good, I guess. Neat. If you like people telling you thank you. Well, Cornface, Mister, Mister Cornface. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, total. It's fine that you're here. Yes, yes. Now, usually we do the booster pack game giveaway now, but we're gonna do it on tomorrow's show. 
because we're going to pack as many dump face, corny, <laughs> corny Dominaria <laughs> legends into this show as we can. So um, big thanks to the subs. Big thanks for everybody being here. Do what? you know how hard it is for me to not talk about the origins of cream corn right now? It's really hard, and I'm doing it for the people here who are here for the magic content because I want to talk about cream corn a lot right now. Well, ask them in the Discord, I guess. But I'm not. I'm going to talk about cards instead. I'm sacrificing for y'all out there. Well, let's flip over to some cards. We kept the banter to about 10 minutes, plus or minus. Let's flip to, flip over to the cards. Joel, have them on the screen. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about maybe some things that they do, interactions, and, and Joel also have those on the screen. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, do we start with cards? Do we start with trends? Do we start with abilities? Do we start with overall thoughts on the legendary creatures of Dominaria, Ryan? Let's start with some trends that I would like to look for. And we'll finish up with, like, our favorite stuff and which ones we'll actually play after we look at some of them. Okay. So I'm looking through the legends. At the time that we're recording this, there's 72 new ones, first printing. There's 107, but then you take out the reprints from the Commander decks. 72. So this is what I was thinking. Okay. I'm thinking that there's a bunch of five-color matters. This is Phyrexia versus the Coalition. We should have kept, we should have stayed like on video when we were doing this part, but we didn't. Phyrexia versus the Coalition, it's like all colors of magic coming together to fight the bad guys. Yeah. So there's five-color, not only in the text box, but also in the mana costs of some of the commanders, some yep. of the legendary creatures. Yep. And there's, of course, because Domain is a mechanic... We're going to see Domain, which cares about number of different kinds of basic lands you have, on a bunch of the legends. Those are, that's the first trend I've kind of noticed. And there's also lots of like legendary support that kind of goes along with that, where it's all five colors of magic coming together. It's also heroes from across the world coming to fight this big evil. Yeah. And... So legendary matters is kind of the, the magic kind of vernacular that yeah. people use, right? Not that that's super new. But it is something that they're doing on Dominaria. It's very relevant here because we could, like every other time we've been to Dominaria, we could have made the crew of the Weatherlight. Yeah. Or this is the Talarian Academy, like, fucking board of directors, dot deck, or whatever. And and we know who those characters are. Now they're attaching that to legendary matters. It matters that the other members of the crew of the Weatherlight, also legendary. Yes. Yeah. So those are the kind of trends we've seen. We're going to look at the ones that we like. We're going to look at ones that we think are powerful. We're going yeah, to yeah, 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 maybe yeah. look at the ones that we think that you'll you'll run into on the freak, on the frequent, that is. Right, yes. So I've got, I know which one I want to start with. Well, you start with that one. Do, do you know which one you're going to start with? Yeah. Okay. Mine is Astor, Bearer of Blades. Asshole, Bearer of Blades. This <laughs> is a 4-4 four, four human warrior for white, uh, white, red, two. And he's a human warrior. When he enters the battlefield, look at the top seven, seven cards seven. of your library. You may reveal an equipment or vehicle from among them. Put it into your hand. Put the rest of the bottom in a random order. Equipment you control have equip one. Jesus. <laughs> and vehicles you control have crew one. Wow. That's pretty freaking good. That's really good, yeah. Now, another trend real quick. This is kind of like a sub-trend. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of when it enters the battlefield or when this attacks or when this deals combat damage they're tying the ability to some game action and i'm not seeing a whole ton of just like passive effects that are right. the main thing that that makes this commander what it is except for vehicles have crew one and yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The vehicles have crew one could have been on like some random freaking uncommon you know what yeah. i mean but what makes this guy who he is, is he's in white, so we could, like, blink him, because white can do some blinky stuff. Right. We could blink him a bunch and just look at the top seven, 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 and find, like, our colossal hammer, or yeah. name your huge freaking... Are your Argentum armor, your Yeah, and whatever. equip it for one. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I guess you can't get Elbrus the Binding Blade, but you... you yeah. Like yeah, you pretty cool. And, and white and red traditionally are like the attacky attacky colors yeah. and you can lean into that with the equipment part of what he what he does it's the attacky attacky and more recently the vehicle vehicle and the equippy equippy colors and this I, guy does it all yes i like that he's in the same colors as depala depala is that the dwarf one from um kaladesh yeah. that also cares about vehicles probably 
So I like that this guy fits into the traditional vehicle color and not the Kamigawa white blue or white black vehicle colors. This uh, guy yeah. feels more traditional. Yes. Did, I you like know, that. did you notice the one right next to it? Ayesha Tanaka armor is also a Boros equippy equippy attacky attacky commander. But it's it's Azorius. But it's Azorius. Yeah, it's a two four for five one blue one white, and then it, like whenever she attacks, look at the top four. You can put any number of artifacts with mana value less than or equal to her power from among them into play tapped, and then put the rest on the bottom. Can't be blocked if defending player controls three or more artifacts. Oh, that's a an Azorius Voltron commander that cares about equipment and stuff. Obviously, you can get other things with her. Yeah, but like that's she's got to attack. That's one of the... Uh, then you flip over, like, your, your jeet, and then you pump her, and then you flip over your sword, and you pump her. The, yeah. That actually leans into one of the trends that I kind of noticed over the last few sets. Uh-huh. And I think that it's coming out a little bit more in Dominaria here because there are so many legends. I'm noticing that... You know how we always... Boros is the attacky, attacky color. Yep. All of the is it ones are play instants and sorceries. Here's a benefit for playing instants oh, yeah. and sorceries. You can copy. We're them. gonna you look can... at a couple of those. I do like one. <laughs> like they all. That's what they all do. Here's here's a Golgari one. Put things into your graveyard and take things out of your graveyard. Whereas there's a couple of colors I'm finding. I don't think Wizards has quite decided what they want them to do yet. I think Grawl is one because I think that in Watsi's mind, Grawl is just. Boros with bigger creatures. Yeah. So they're kind of trying to differentiate the two. And I think that Azorius is another one because they don't want to have like a strix a strict here's the stacks color. Right? They don't want to do that. So they're kind of if you're looking at which of the colors on the general in a set like this has the more like commanders that just sort of do all sorts of crazy shit that doesn't make any sense, you're gonna find them usually on the Azorius guys in this Voltron equipment attacky attacky commander. And as we'll see in a bit, some of the, the Grawl ones as well have just some like not really attacky Grawl stompy abilities. Hmm. I, I like that you noticed that you, when you say like Azorius is like the stacks color. Nobody likes to play against Azorius. And I don't think if you surveyed 100 Magic players, Azorius would be the number one guild that people are swooning to play like it's my no. fi- like it's not it's it's boring and it's controly and that's not for everybody whereas i think attacking with big creatures and and playing a swingier game appeals to more people yeah it's right? easier to get somebody excited about that than saying well what you do with this deck is you put down a couple of things and then you sit there and do wait nothing. for somebody else to do something yes then you get them yeah, yeah and some yeah. people are real into that and if you're into that that's cool, but I think that it's easier to sell somebody on like, yeah, you play all these race cars, and then you give them swords and dinosaurs, and they attack. Yeah. Way easier to sell people on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I like I like how they're massaging Azorius into this. And and when we see abilities like this, like, they're designed so limited doesn't break. Well, right? that's, a, Reveal- that's a commander card. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's a commander. Yeah, I, well, I was just gonna say, like, when we see when they enter, or, or sorry, when they attack, or when they deal combat damage, reveal the top three or the top seven. That's that's designed in a way so limited doesn't break. Yeah. But this is a commander one, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what direction commander specifically, within commander specifically, they take Azorius because I don't think it's a very appealing color combination. I agree. Okay, who's your next person? Should we skip down to everybody's? The one everybody's rock hard over, Braids two point oh, Braids three point oh, Nightmare. I think that that might be. I think that might be my first one because she's like the big talker right now. Braids the Risen Nightmare is a three three for black black one Nightmare. Neat art. Yeah. At the, at the beginning of your end step, you may sack an artifact creature, enchantment land, or planeswalker. If you do, each opponent may sacrifice a permanent that shares a type with it. Each opponent who doesn't. They lose two life and you draw a card. That's you, a good card. Is this the the beater everybody says it is? No. No. Mind you, it does only cost three. But it also says May on it. You know what I mean? I know that they've they've taken away some of the the downside to the May, because like you always get the thing that you don't want yeah. when you have a May, but at least it's like, well, they've sacked a thing or I've drawn a yeah, card. Yeah, if I've got a blight steal. 
and you have a braids and you're like, I'll sacrifice my mirror token. You have to sacrifice a creature or I draw a card. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to keep my blade steel. Take fucking 12, idiot. Yeah, have right? your card like, and die, asshole. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it for that reason, it's not as powerful as bra- original black braids. Hell no. No, but it does kind of function in the same way. So yeah. it's going to helm the same deck. I love the meme, like... Um, I, I want this thing. No, we have that thing at home. Thing yeah. at home is totally different. <laughs> yeah. I love that meme with that braid, like original black braids and this braids, because yeah. they this is the braids at home. We yes. have the braids at home that we can play, and it helms the same kind of deck. Mm. Decks with Dictative Erebos and Grave Pact and, yeah. and that kind of stuff, and that is a, a really good control shell, um, but this doesn't do quite the same thing directly into turgrid oh yeah 100%. directly 100 i think i think we're going to see this card i think it's going to be good and i think it's going to go into the 99s and it's going to helm decks and I it's going to be a difficult deck to helm i don't or, or th- to play against i don't think it's going to cause the 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 nightmare scenarios that turgrid does or Toxrill does. No. And I, I've nope. seen a few people being like, oh, Braids, she's... Like, no, she's nope. not that bad. No, nope. no. Nope. And once you see her in play, you'll... I think people will agree with us that she's fine. How about Ellis Ilcor Sadistic Pilgrim? Oh, baby. You Your mean, favorite. Oh, Your favorite. It's the Orzov. Aristocrat.card. Two-mana commander Aristocrat.card. Straight <sighs> into every single Orzov Aristocrat's deck. Yeah. Every single one. Every, do we need to say anything else? Like if you know what an aristocrat does, you know this card. Oh man. That's it. That that that's the that's the tweet, as oh, they say. Man, this card. <laughs> it can be your commander. <laughs> it's, it's we're dude. That's good. <laughs> I like I actually like the next card better. Emperor Mahil the second? Yeah. Emperor Mahil Mahale? Whatever. Blue, blue, one, three, four, three, three, Merfolk Noble. Why is he riding a horse? It's a seahorse. No, it's Wait, not. Wait, it, it isn't. fucking legs. He doesn't have legs to sit on the back of a horse, but the horse has legs, and they're under the water. This doesn't make sense. He's riding side saddle because he's got a fin, and what's where are the horse's back legs? This is very strange. I'm uncomfortable. I need an adult. Read, <laughs> read the card, Ryan. Merfolk Noble. So we can do Noble Tribal. Another one in the Noble Tribal category. Sure. Yep. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. Okay. Like that. Yep. That's one of your favorites. Yeah, I do. That's, uh, that's, that's one, one of, of my favorite abilities of all time. You may cast Merfolk spells from the top of your library. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not Noble Tribal. Merfolk Tribal. Merfolk Tribal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you cast a Merfolk spell, you may pay one. If you do, create a... 1-1 one, one blue merfolk creature token. Theory on this card. Watsy in their ivory tower, yep. their wizard's tower, yep. if you will, have heard us dunking on how bad the merfolk tribe is. Oh. And so in this set, they have printed a few specific pieces in an effort to make merfolk tribal a little better. Could be. This is one of them. Could be. I like this card with a card called Thought Lash, where you can exile the top card of your library to prevent one damage to yourself. <laughs> you just exile all your library until you, because you can look and play the top card of your library. Until you find a Thassa's Oracle? Yes. And yeah. then Thassa's Oracle ability on the stack, you exile the rest of your library? Yeah. <laughs> that is a cool card. People have been sleeping on Thought Lash like all their lives. I've been playing that card since 2008. <laughs> hey, couple quick hits. Erte is back. Garner the Blood Fister back. Yeah. That's a good card too, Garner. Whenever yep. another creature you control dies, draw a card if it was attacking. Yep. If it wasn't, otherwise Garner deals one damage to each opponent. That's pretty good. That's like Rakdos Aristocrat Commander. Rakdocrats. Rak, yeah, what if what if you go like what if you go uh you got crank on this a goblin deck and yeah. you make a whole bunch of goblins and you're like, okay, attack with ten of them. Um, after combat damage at end of combat dam or like end of combat step, they're still attacking. Yeah. Sacrifice 10 of them. Sack them all to Goblin Bombardment. Yeah. Sack them all to Goblin Bombardment. You take 10. I'll draw 10. Move to main phase two. Sack the rest of them. (laughs) And then you take 10 more. Yeah. 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 That's a cool one. 
you take five, you take five, y'all take ten. I'll draw ten. Welcome to Goblin Hell, you bitches. Yep. Here's a couple that I want to talk about. Sure. Let's get into here's. Oh, I here's, was hoping you'd pick this one. Here's a neat. <laughs> here's a cool ass scroll card where they've brought back another ability that didn't make sense. They've fixed it and attached it to a cool commander in General Marholt Else Dragon, a 4-4 for Grohl and 2. Whenever a creature you control becomes blocked, it gets plus 3, plus 3 until end of turn 4. Each creature blocking it. Whenever a creature you control becomes blocked, it gets plus 3, plus 3 for each creature blocking it. Yeah! That's Rampage yep. 3. That's right. That's Rampage 3 for the oldies out there. That's Shout right. out to people that are freaking born no in Rampage. 1904. That's right. <laughs> I, and you know me, yep. you know, you. I, I hit you up with, you can look at the top card of your library at any time yep. with that merfolk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I love meme decks. Oh, yeah. I want to make lure dot deck <laughs> yeah lure, lure and trample tribal baby that's what this is all about i want taunting elves it's a zero one yep. i want lanawar elite it's a one one with trample yep <laughs> i want sylvan basilisk with a lure on oh, it. oh frick yeah and trample yeah man what what other things are like lure lure is an enchant creature right yeah. that says uh, enchanted creature must be blocked by all creatures able to block it. Yeah. So then your well, your a, guy gets huge. What a, if we gave it infect? That'd be too easy. Yeah, that'd, that'd be way too. Taunting easy. elf with with this guy and lure <laughs> a zero one with infect just wipes out your opponent in one <laughs> one swing, <laughs> kills all their creatures and them. Hell Man. yeah, See, brother! Now that's that's some gruel shit, right? Yeah, I Burl's like that. wishes it could attack like that. Next one I wanted to talk about was actually green. Green Sleeves Marrow Sorcerer. Yep. I like this one. It's a star star for green, green tree. Protection from planeswalkers and wizards. What the hell? I, you know, I don't understand that line. I'm happy it's on there. It's an elemental, which I also like, which is going to tell people precisely where this card is going to go. In Eevee Ooze Scumstorm? Maybe, or maybe somewhere else when you hear what else it does. Okay. Power and toughness equals the number of lands I control. Is that a hand? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, now you, get, now you got it. Whenever yeah. a land enters the battlefield under your control, you get a 3-3 three, three green badger creature token. <laughs> You're damn right, badger. Directly oh. into Omnath, badger, oh, badger, so. badger, badger. If you thought that song was annoying before you wait till I start singing it every time I play a land in Omnath. Oh, man. Oh, baby. I'm very excited for that one. I hope it comes in full art and foil. In a secret lair where they just erase green sleeves entirely. It's just a picture of a badger with a gun. Yeah, because that's a commander. That's a commander card. Probably planeswalkers and wizards protection from matters when you play the precons against each other. Probably. Probably. You're probably right. I hadn't considered that. You're, you're, you're right. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Next up, we've got, uh, we've got, shout out to Jasmine Boreal of the Seven. Just for caring about like creatures with no, yeah, no for abilities. Caring, for caring about her own self. You could play Jasmine Boreal in your Jasmine Boreal deck and she's I want to give least. myself the JB in my JB. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> Let, let's talk about a card that I think it's not flying under a lot of radars, but I think it does a really cool thing. Sure. Uh, Ivy Gleeful Spell Thief. Yeah. 2-1 Flyer for 2. Whenever a player casts a spell that targets only a single creature that isn't her, you can copy it. And that includes enchantments, because enchantments are spells, I think, right? Yes, a copy of an aura becomes a token. So yeah. it's referencing if it... Yes. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. Gives me a little bit of a Zata vibe. Gives me a little bit of a Feather the Redeemer. Uh, feather, what's her name? Feather the Redeemer? Reclaimer? Feather Fe the... Feather. 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 Yeah, if you know, you know. Gives me a little bit of a uh, mirror wing dragon. Is that it? Uh, Ink eyes Nephilim. Yeah. Right? Gives me that vibe until somebody goes, uh, swords to plowshare your guy. Ivy also dies. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a May though. Why would they not? It's a May. You oh, may. Oh, you may yeah, copy. Yeah, you may. Yeah. Oh, you may. That makes the card way better. Oh, yeah. Like I can to, choose. Yeah. This isn't a... Uh, precursor golem or whatever the hell it's called where you just get yourself blown out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I think that's kind of a neat card and I think you're going to see some, well, you're going to see a bunch of broken ass shit with it. But oh, I yeah. think you're also going to see some neat, like, gameplay interactions with it as well. Yeah, we've and, seen, and, and you know what? We've seen, we, 
should probably pay attention to how many of these commanders we're talking about that cost three and two mana, there's, right? Like There's a lot of them. The only one that hasn't costed three or two mana that we've talked about so far is Greensleeves. And, and the first guy, Astor, yeah. costs four and five. But yeah. uh, Jasmine Boreal, Green Thief, Hazazon. They're redoing all those old legends, hey? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Jedit like O'Jannon. Yeah, Jedit. Yeah. I, don't, that's a, I don't like that card, but I like Jedit O'Jannon. I think he's a cool card. I think he always has like a cool face. Yep. Which is neat. Yep. Oh, here's Dar King Darien. The, what is it? That's the, the 48th. <laughs> that's cool. I'm just, I'm cool. I'm happy that he, like his ancestor made a comeback and it's giving you like a sense of time. Yep. I like that. Yep. Here's my next thing. Again, goes back to Grohl doing not Grohl things. No. Yep. Because we've got what I think is a wicked Stax Commander in Marius Scholar of Antiquity. A 3-3 three, three for 3, tap an untapped non-token artifact you control, add green, tap two untapped non-token artifacts you control, exile the top card of your library, you may play it this turn. So she can, she can turn off your orbs. Yep. And... More excitingly, Ryan, no. she can turn off your howling mine. I am so excited to build this deck because I'm going to build it. This is Gruel Urza. Only so that I can play howling mine in a deck and play it and tap it and nobody gets to draw cards but me. <laughs> I am so excited to have a howling mine that's only mine. And, and it's a two drop mana rock. So nobody can give me any shit. <laughs> Howling Mine is now the best card draw card all time because of Maria, and I'm very excited about it. That's 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 a funny angle to take. That it's a two drop mana rock in this deck. That's <laughs> I like that. I like that. This is this is of course Gruel Urza. She has the same ability that Urza does to to give you a green mana though, yeah. and tap two untapped non-token artifacts. You can't do it with treasures. Yes, yeah, so they've but, unbroken it a little bit because you can't use your token artifacts to do her ability, but like, you can't just use treasure tokens to make mana by tapping them. You're going to play this with cheap artifacts, though, so you're going to oh, yeah. tap two artifacts to reveal, to exile the top card of your library. It's going to be a cheap artifact. Yeah. And you can not only do storm like you, or sorry, you can not only do stacks like you said, you could also do storm while you dig through your deck. Yep. You get like the unwinding clock. It feels very mono red artifice in that regard, but it also does feel green because you're turning your artifacts into mana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a cool card. Yeah, this is a cool one. Now, next card, real quick, is is the, uh, the booster pack game card. Yeah. From the pre-show. Yeah, Moria Urbar Urborg Haunt. She's a ghost. Is this a good card? Or did we just pick it because we like the art? I picked it 100% because I like those little dudes. Joe's going to have it on the screen because you're watching on YouTube. And you look in the bottom like right-hand corner and kind of in the middle left off to the center a little bit. You see those two little dudes? And they are the coolest little guys, little gremlins. And they're helping carry your cape. I really yeah, like they're them. like little fetish guys or something. I like eh? them a lot. I yeah. really enjoy those little little dudes, and they're so subtle. Like they look like they're just fire, but they're not. They're little guys, and they're helping out. Love yeah. that. I feel tempted to like talk about things like Joyra, Ageless, in Innovator, but, because she goes infinite with like cards. Wait, Joy, wait, there's a Joyra that's really good that goes infinite with stuff. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, see, but instead, I'm gonna be talking about. N Nahal, the storm runner. I Nahal? knew you were gonna talk about this. Nagel. One. I did, and it's one of those ones. I was talking. Oh, it's another one of these things. But tell me why you like it. I'm not gonna poo poo on your fun. Five four, a freak wizard for blue blue red two. You may cast dragons approaches as if they had flash. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Whenever Nahal, the storm runner, attacks, you may pay two. If you do, when you cast your next. Instant or Dragon's Approach spell, copy it. Then choose new targets for the copy. <laughs> I All right, you got yeah, me. Yeah, that's pretty cool, eh? I'm going to ask, why doesn't he have haste? He's clearly, a, like, he's lightning. He's literal lightning. I, I think know. he should have haste. Look at Pride Rock in the background behind him, hey? Yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah. Like, make him a little smaller <laughs> and give, like, there's speed lines right on the card. Yeah, he's going fast. Like, make, make him a little maybe, smaller and give him haste. Maybe it takes him a long time to get up to speed. I don't know, man. Like, you see him, like, hitting the ground. Like, one, two, three, hey, four, hey. six steps, and he's going. Maybe you're casting some spell that gives him haste. 
Maybe. What <laughs> a sorcery that gives him haste? Yes. <laughs> stupid card. It'd <laughs> be a stupid card. Oh, fantastic. They're bringing back like Nomada and other things that care about creature tokens and giving your guys plus one, plus one. But why they got to do Nomada dirty and, make, and put black in her color identity? I was thinking that too. Damn I, it. I wanted to put her into, what's her face? Tana. Yeah, because the Sapperlings. Yeah, because she's a sap deck. And now I, I get it. Like sap Sapperlings are in black too, and they have been since Time Spiral. And we did get Slimefoot right yeah. in Dominaria in 2018. So I get it. Yeah. Let's. We've been we've been pretty high on some cards. Let me tell how somebody did my girl dirty. Oh, you're gonna take a dump on one, aren't you? Uh, I'm not gonna take a dump on it, but Rata Erdekelt back in Time Spiral. Really liked that card. My personal opinion, not that it affects the quality of the card. I think that Rata is the sexiest magic character that there is. Oh, yeah. Some people are all hard for Liliana. Some people like Hannah, Ship's Navigator. I am a Rata Erdekeld guy. All of her cards have been interesting and really cool. Yep. Fun to play, just real good. And then we get Rata Coalition Warlord. This is... This is crap. This is the first card we've talked about that has domain. Yeah, and it'll probably be the last card that we talk about that has domain. <laughs> probably. So domain. She's a three four or three three, green red two. Whenever she becomes tapped, another target creature you control gets XX until end of turn, where X is the number of basic land types among lands you control. What? Yeah. All of her other ones like made mana and cared about like attacking, getting in there, and she's like. Well, this one cares about mana and cares about attacking. I get it. Just in kind of a poopy way. She's like, oh, make one of your guys a little bigger, maybe. If she's your commander, what are you going to get for basic land types? Three? Yeah. Some of the uncommon commanders don't feel too... Well, of course, they don't feel very powerful. Yeah. Some of them, I'm sure you can break all of them. We just oh. don't spend enough time on every single card to break it. Right? Exactly. And I'm, I'm sure Rata will find a home somewhere, just not in my decks. Yeah. Let's talk about the card I think that might end up being one of the most exciting cards. Really? Ramses Assassin Lord. And Ramses Ass Lord. And here's why I think that Ramses Ass Lord is the most exciting card. People love Mill. No, no, they don't. <laughs> so, you play Mill. <laughs> yeah, I've played Mill. Hate it. Well, you, playing against it, but people who play Mill love oh, to play Mill. Yeah, okay, I, I this, get you. This Ryan is the mill commander. Ramses? Because you, you play mill with assassin creatures. Yeah. You mill somebody to fucking death, attack them with an assassin, and then make them draw a card. And you win the game. You only have to mill one person. They fixed it. I. What does it have to do with mill? Because you mill them out, and then you attack them with an assassin, then you make them draw a card to lose to mill, and then you win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But you have to make them draw a card. Yeah. So oh. You, so you play a temple bell. You play a blue card that says target player draws a oh, card on Oh, okay. It. I was like, I'm, I'm so confused. Or a black card. You, you have to make somebody lose by attacking them with an assassin. No, you have to attack them with an assassin. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But, you, but yeah, sorry. You make somebody lose that was attacked by an assassin. Yeah. You make them lose via mill is what you're saying. Yes. Ramsey's... Ass Lord Mill. Yes. And then you win the game because everybody else loses because that one player lost. That's right. That's such a funky way to look at that card. Right? Like that, it's the first thing I thought of. I was like, holy shit, Mill is going to finally get good. Like, yeah, yours is good. You're Bruvac, yeah. right? Double Mill. Like, that's really yeah. good. But this is like, man, you can play all the just the Mill stuff. And you only have to Mill one person. So instead of having to mill 300 cards, you'll have to mill 100. You know what? 93 to be specific. You know what people are going to do instead of that? Yeah, they're not going to do that. But they should. They're going to make fun. Assassin Tribal. Well, yeah, definitely. That's what it's, that. yeah. It references Assassins in its text box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I like my yeah, thing better. Yeah. I like that we're seeing like Rith liberated Primeval, wishy made Sapperlings, or she, but doesn't. Yep. I like that we're seeing Rona, Shieldred's Faithful. That's going to be a... A pretty stout commander. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, each opponent loses one life. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, chain yeah. together. You ever heard of the Perfect Storm? It's a vintage deck, TPS. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can just win with my commander instead of having to do like Storm Tendrils of Agony yeah. or Storm Mind's Desire. Mind's Desire to find Tendrils of Agony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Rona could just do it. But wait, there's more. 
you may cast Rona from your graveyard by discarding two cards in addition to paying its other costs. So if if I have a ton of cards in my hand and a sacrifice outlet, I can cast her from my graveyard ting, 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 by discarding cards. She's got, um, um, what what is it? The, the uh, Escape. Escape, yeah. She's got like escape. That's cool. Well, kind of like escape. It's escape. It's, it it's kind of like jumpstart or retrace kind of. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. you can cast her from your graveyard thereby increasing your storm count. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Kind of neat. She, yeah, cool. She storms all for you. Should we, should we move down to... There's a Rurlik Mons Warren Chief. I'm happy that they tried another Grohl Goblin Commander. Yeah. Not for me, but it's cool that it exists. I like the picture. He's got a cool sword. But that's kind of as far as I go with Rurlik Mons Warren Chief. I got, I got, I got a request I have to make to CCO Nation. Okay. And this is specifically for you because I know that this is your favorite. You know, you know how much Dana Roach loves Manolith? Oh, the most. I know that secretly, deep down in your little Brando heart, you love cards that say, draw two life, draw two cards, lose two life. Oh my God. I know that you love those. Oh my God. So CCO Nation, in the Discord, in whatever appropriate deck channels there are and or you have access to, oh you give us the Shieldred, the Apocalypse, draw cards, lose life dot deck. And it has to include every freaking one. Every card that says draw and lose life got to go in that deck. Oh, man. Shieldred, four, five, Frexian, Praetor, black, black, four only. Because four mana. Black, black, two, yeah. That's what I meant. Black, yeah. black, two. Death touch. Whenever you draw a card, you gain two life. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, what? Man, this with greed? Whew, oh, it's good. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose two life. Now, sign in blood, target you, deals four damage. <laughs> Man, if I could loop that a bunch of times. Would you sign in blood do six? Oh, they because they draw two. two. Oh, they lose two for so card. That's double lightning bolt. Black, black, double bolt you. Oh, man, that's so freaking that's a, good. A double bump in the night? It's bump in the night, flashback bump in the night? Oh, man. <laughs> Man, you 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 put your you put one swamp in your burn deck just to bump in the night somebody. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, let's do it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Soul of Wind Grace. Yeah. Holy crap, Ola! I wish it was just Wind Grace. That's my only criticism of the card. I wish it was just Wind Grace the Arisen or something. Uh, I just I wanted to see like Wind Grace in all of his cat glory on a card. Cause I like Wind Grace as a character. And I would have loved to have seen him, seen him back on a card. Yeah, my he, my one criticism of the card, my he, one thing. He laid his soul into the the time rift or whatever, He's right? He's so badass. Yeah, he he did it so bad, but he like <sighs> he like infused his soul into Urborg, so when they needed, he could come back. Yeah, and, he, and baby, did he come back? Yeah, he's a ghost. I get yeah, it. Yeah, he's a five four cat avatar, Jund and one a five four for four. Yeah, it's good. When he enters the battlefield or attacks, yep. so you can do this quite often, you may put a land card from your graveyard onto the battlefield tapped. Yep. You may put a land card from a graveyard. Yep. Sorry, that's even better. That's much better. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You can go green, discard a land card, gain three life. Sure. Sure. Red one, discard a land, draw a card. That's right. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's how you do it. You can go black two, discard a land card, soul of wind grace gains indestructible until end of turn, and tap it. That's, so that's like regenerate. It's regenerate. That's that's a that's a good card. That's a cool card. I I'm like cutting wind grace planeswalker from my lands deck, and I'm putting this wind grace in. Neat. Because I can get a land back from my own graveyard, which I'm gonna have those. Probably it's going to be a land that draws me cards. Yep. That's pretty freaking good. That's not too bad. And then I can discard lands, which I'll have in my hand, from drawing cards to draw more cards or gain life. And when I gain life, you know what gaining three life means when you cast Ad Nauseam in my lands deck? You can scoop more cards. I can draw like 10 more cards. Yeah. Yeah. Because the average mana value of cards in my deck, if you include lands, is like... Point nine. <laughs> so I can draw like ten cards when I gain three life or whatever, right? Like, it's awesome. That's a pretty good card. Yeah, that's a good, good, good card. So if you play land deck, you're probably gonna want that. Probably one. goes in there. What Squee Dubious Monarch? Let's stop and talk about this for just a second. Is this the worst Squee apart from the art? The art is the best, I think. This is a fantastic piece of art. It is the Squee like what the card actually does. Is it just the worst of the Squees? 
Whenever he attacks, you create a 1-1 one, one red goblin creature token that's tapped and attacking. That's yeah. kind of like Cranko 2, but not as good. Yeah, it's like shitty Cranko. He's got haste. Hey. Two, two, Cranko, haste yeah. for, two, two haste for three. Yep. Whenever, whenever you cast Squee Dubious Monarch from your graveyard... Oh, you can cast him from your graveyard by paying red three and exiling four other cards from your graveyard rather than paying his mana cost. So that's escape. Yeah. Sort like, of. Like, why didn't they just give him something else you know what i mean like some kind of other undying ability like he's he's basically just shitty second squee is what mm. he is yeah right? like, it it feels like a just a regular rare level card and i know that you don't like when i do this but it feels like it's costed and its ability is tailored towards limited gameplay experience yeah and and it is and it's i don't know it's just it's but they're also following suit with Squee. Yeah, it's my boy Squee. He does the Squee thing. He just, I kind of wanted him to be a little better. Because I don't mm. know how long our boy's going to be around. Maybe Phyrexians are going to get him and they're going to turn him into an asshole. Well, they get him. They do get him, but he comes back alive. <laughs> well, maybe they're going to complete him and he'll come back as an asshole. Oh. Right? Like, I don't want that. I want my man Squee to finally get his. That's what I want. And I feel like he didn't this time. And there's only so many opportunities that you're going to get. Dang. Yeah. Dang. One more Grohl card. Okay. One more Grohl card. The Lady of Otaria. I don't know who the Lady of Otaria is, but she's a neat card. She's a 5-5 five, five for 5. You may tap three untapped dwarves you control rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Uh -huh. <laughs> At the beginning of each end step, if a land you controlled was put into a graveyard from play this turn, reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put any number of dwarf cards from among them into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Dwarves. It, it turns it's a it's a dwarf tribal card in Grohl that turns all of your fetch lands into dwarf recruiters. <laughs> Right? Like, they're doing so much weird crap with Grohl. They're doing so much stuff. I wish that that was a Boros card because we've got white dwarves. We don't got green dwarves. Maybe we will. We got white ones and we got red ones. And we got red. And the red ones are all really hard to find because they're all from masks. Like, all the ones that tap to blow up land and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like is that what this deck is going to be? Boy, that's the fucking deck I won't build. Oh, Ooh, man. Baby, Dwarf Land Destruction Lady of Ataria, here we go! I'm not actually going to do that, because I have Rurik Thar, I only want one MLD deck. Man, I've got I've got maybe maybe two more cards. Hit them with the truth. Okay, Varric Warped Singer. Singer. Oh, yeah, I like this one, he's, too. He's a 2-2 two -two for white-black one, flying death touch lifelink. So, sure. <laughs> flying, death touch, lifelink, two, two for three. Pretty good. I'd say that is like the best card you could open in a in a booster pack, but it's it's in the commander product. Yeah, you can't open it in a booster pack. Whenever you activate activate an ability that isn't a mana ability, very important. Yes. Because this card would have been six ways from Sunday. Oh yeah. If life was paid to activate it, you may pay that much life again. If you do, copy that spell. Or copy that ability, and you can choose new targets. So, fetch land. Y yes. Or fetch for two lands. Or uh, what's the tainted sigil? Pay three life, put a minus one minus one counter on a thing. Yes. Right. Like, th there's some neat stuff you can do with that, and it's got a really cool picture in it. I think the picture comes straight out of Ravnica, personally, but that's not. I kind of do too. What it's about. I kind of do too. Oh my God, ether flux twice. But you got to pay a hundred life. Oh yeah. Pay yeah. <laughs> a hundred life. You what? could just if you have a hundred life, you could just go pay fifty, pay oh, fifty, yeah. right? I guess. Um that's less fun though. Yes. But there's all kinds of like little things I like Argul's blood fast or Argul's butt feast, you mean? Yes, butt feast. You pay two life, you could pay four life, but you don't have to pay the mana again. Or I think greed is the same way. You pay a life and you pay some mana. Oh, yeah. You don't have to pay the mana again, but you get to copy the ability. So you go like... You pay the life again. Two life, two life, draw two cards. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So little things like that work. Yeah. Blood-soaked altar. Butt-soaked altar. Tap, pay two life, discard a card, sacrifice a creature. I don't have to sack a creature or discard a card again. I just pay an additional two life. And I can create a 5-5 five, five black demon with flying. I get two of them now. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I dig that. 
Gotta like that. Let's talk about how they're doing my tribe dirty, Ryan. Sure. So how they're doing my tribe dirty. You like crabs? I do. Unfortunately, not very. No legendary crabs for you this time. No. Mm-hmm. I like frogs, and I got another frog that I'm probably not going to play <sighs> in Erg Spawn of Turd. Turg. I said it right. <laughs> black, black, green for a star five. Power equal to number of lands in your graveyard because, of course, it's a Golgari card. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may put it into your graveyard because this is a Golgari card, and you can pay Golgari and sacrifice a land to gain two life. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's unfortunate. I want a frog that like does some some frog shit. I want frogs that put slime counters on stuff. I want frogs that 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 gain flying until end of turn. Yes. Because they're jumping. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what I, we got one in Kamigawa. Just keep doing stuff like that. That's what we want. We, we want and and Watsi freaking knows. Oh, they, they know. They know we want flavor right on the head. We want yep. them to hit the nail right on the head. And we know flying until end of turn. We know that that's called jump. Yeah. There's a card called jump. It was print, printed in Alpha. Exactly. We want jump. Everybody on a frog. called Elspeth's ability jump. I'm gonna jump my guy. I want a frog commander that says all frogs get plus one plus one and pay blue because then it got blue at color identity. Yep. Jump my guy. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's what <laughs> I want. That's it. You got jump tribal. That'd oh, be yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Yep. And that's what we all want. Watsy, make that happen, please. I will give you the credit for that one. Last one from you. Last one of the day for me. Okay. My last guy. And and you either did me dirty or did me solid. It it hasn't come to fruition yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is yet. But this is Zeriam. I want to say Zeriam because that sounds kind of biblical. Sure. Golden Wind, a 3-4 for white 3 legendary creature griffin. Oh, baby. Okay. Flying. Whenever a griffin you control deals combat damage to a player... Create a 2-2 white griffin creature token with flying. This, along with a couple other legendary cards from freaking Mirage <laughs> block, have automatically been made good. Because there's like a card that says all griffins get plus one plus one. Yeah. And there's another one that's like a griffin that like kills dragons. Right. Or, or whatever. And... Griffin Canyon. Yeah, I, feel, I was going to say, I feel like there's a land or something that has something to do with And Griffin, there's a land called Griffin Canyon that had just seen a huge price spike <laughs> <laughs> because this card now exists and people are going to build Griffin Tribal. Does that card come in a like a dark misprint version? I'm curious. Like, yeah. is, that, is that the one? Well, it does. Man, if only we could find one, hey? <laughs> if only there was one of those in existence that we had access to. It's so... Man, that'd be cool, hey? Yes. That'd be really neat. Yes. One day, if you ever find one of those, maybe you'll do me solid. Maybe. Who knows? Looking up Griffins, 42 of them. 42. Well, that's that's like the right amount. That is a good amount. And they're all, I'm going to do it again, they're all like decent and limited. Sure. That if we gave them all plus one, plus one, like they'd probably be pretty good. All and right. if whenever we hit, we get a token- that's good. That's good. Yeah. With with Zer, what is his name? Zeriam. Whenever a Griffin you control deals combat damage to player. Because you know what all Griffins have? Flying. Flying. <laughs> yeah. So like they're good. And and it doesn't say non-tokens. Your tokens make more tokens. Oh baby. They might as well have vigilance also because they replace themselves when they're hitting people. Hey, that's good. It's yeah. It's pretty good. Um, Zuberi. Zuber Zuberi. Golden feather. That's the other one that gives. That gives um, Griffins big. All Griffins get plus one, plus one, yeah. All Griffins get swole. Yep. Super swole chilling. And there's cards like Griffin Rider. Yeah. That if you control a Griffin, it gains flying. It's kind of flavorful. Oh, yeah, Or yeah. Griffin Pilot or whatever it's called. So I think that that one's cool. I love when, like we were just talking about with Frog Tribal, yep. they just made Griffin Tribal. And I'm not a big fan of, oh, we have this tribal now. Yeah. Because you always did. Because you like, always did, but now you have a commander for it. Well, you, are, you always did yeah. since Mirage. But this is like the push that it needed yeah. to, to be a deck. Because now. now it's good. Now, what's your mono white tribe now? Probably still angels. Yeah. Maybe soldiers, tokens. But now it could be griffins. Yeah. That's cool. Well, it could be griffins with some soldiers. You could do all kinds of thing with a deck like this. Yeah. You could just build a mono white deck that's kind of cool 
and just include a couple of griffins just for value and just play this because all by itself it's pretty good. Yep. Like it makes one dude, then four dudes, then eight dudes, then it's like slow cranko. I didn't even think of that. Right? Like, I just thought about griffins. Yeah, like all by itself it's good. Yep. This is a good card. What's your last card? Last card. And, and this, I think, mainly just for the art, and I really like this. And I, I, know be- which, I know which one it is. And I believe, I do believe back in the day when CCO went where no other podcast had gone before, and we huh? built a bunch of zero de- zero build commanders. Was this not one of them? <laughs> I don't even know. I think that OG Zira at the time. Zira Aryan? Zira, whatever the hell she was. Zira, the Golden Sting. Jundan won for a 3-3 insect assassin with flying in haste. That's cool. Whenever it attacks, you put an egg counter on another creature without an egg counter on it. Then, when a creature with an egg counter on it dies, you get a 1-1 black insect with flying. So she does like the predator wasp thing where like she lays eggs in something. And then when the thing dies, the fucking alien pops out and flies all oh, around. Oh, man. Alien popping out of chest altars. Yep. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, that's, get at me. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah. I, I like the flavor. I like the art. Very she, new She's Kapana. a bug in clothes. This this is one that they redid, right, from yep. original OG Legends. She was a bug in clothes that draw, draws you cards. Yep. Now she's a bug in clothes that draws you cards. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Man, super cool. And she's got a fun hat, and she has like a little walking stick and a glass. Yep. Very cool. Yep. I'm a big fan She of looks that. like she's in Capenna hanging out, eh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For definite. That's maybe, probably maybe why she's Maybe wrong hat. She's a commander card. That's probably why. She's just chilling in Capenna. She was looking, she was watching out for, uh, what's his face? Yeah. The the red guy that showed up in Capenna to steal drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, real quick. Real quick. Real quick. We're going to do the thing that we do. Okay. Before I ask you, okay. I'm going to ask everybody out there in CCO Nation that's listening or watching, okay. which one's your favorite? Did we talk about it? Is it your favorite because you're, you're going to build it? Or is it your favorite because it's going to go in the 99? Where are you going with any of the commanders in the set? Right. I want to know everybody in the comments, everybody on Discord, everybody on Twitter, which one's your favorite one? Yeah, there's lots to choose from. 99 or or at the at the helm? Yeah. Sitting in the command seat. Oh, yeah. So I want to know everybody out there what's what's their favorites. Okay. So which are your two? Which one would you build or are you going to build? And then which one do you think is going to go right into the 99? Already said it. I'm going to build Maria, Scholar of Antiquity. Yep. So I can play that Howling Mine. I'm. That's like the play. That's the dream play. I'm very excited for it. I've been looking for a way to do that for literal years. And now it's here in my favorite color combination. So so Miri is going to be a deck that I build. And I think, actually, Zeria Bugmaker.bug, I think might actually be something that I want to play in my Jund Fun Stuff Shattergang Brothers deck. Because I think that card's really cool. I like what it does. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her for a spin. Cool. What about you? Hopefully she doesn't lay any eggs inside you. You know what? No king shaming yeah, in the no nation. No king shaming in the nation, man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. I think in the 99, I'm excited for a whole schwack of cards. Yeah. Like a whole schwack of cards go into the 99, like Wind Grace and Danatha, Benalia's Hope we didn't even talk about. Yeah. There's a bunch of cards I'm certainly going to play, but they're because like they're good in the green sleeves. It's just good in all. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think Zira, you got, I wanted to focus on it because like, I really like that card and I'm going to play it just because I like it. Not because it synergizes with my deck. I'm going to play it because I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And that is what Commander's about. I I don't think that I want to build any of these, but there's probably 10 of them that will find, find their ways into decks that I have. If I were to, like, have to build one, I do have a mono-white brew on the go, and I think I could swap out the angels that are in there, and I could do griffins. Just play a few griffins. And I would. That card I would, is cool, man. I'm telling you, be watch out for that thing. It's a good card. I kind of just want to make the stereotypical Griffin Tribal deck now, though. <laughs> I kind of just want to do it and uh, have it be fun. Have it feel classic. Have it feel like just grabbing commons together from from like Eighth Edition. Yeah, like Commander used to when people legitimately played Crawworm. Because yeah. that was a card that they had an alpha printing from, and it was cool. Yeah. I want, like, this Griffin, this Zerium or whatever, makes me think of Commander from 2009. 
That's what that reminds me of. So that's what I would maybe build. Neat. Yeah, super hey, cool. You know what I just noticed? What is it? And you can tell me if I'm wrong on this. Probably are. Lady of Wataria. Yeah. Dwarf Lady. Yeah. Look behind her. Is that not the gate to... Tamoria? Tamoria? Yep. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. I, I, I knew that you were going to say that. Is that just like a straight up Lord of the Rings reference on a Dominaria card? Are they implying that Middle Earth is Dominaria? Whoa. Next level. Who knows? Probably are. Might be. Yeah. I guess you'll have to tune in uh, next uh, next year. Find oh, out. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's the long lead. Yeah, we're, oh, that's, that's the long game we're playing right there, man. I like so, that. I guess, listeners... CCO Nation, you let us know what you're going to play, who's going to go into your decks. If you want to pick them up, you go to FusionGamingOnline.com. You use CCO Spring promo code, get 5% off. That's sealed product. That's gaming supplies. That's singles when they're available. Doing so lets everybody at uh, Fusion know that their partnership's a good one. Big thanks to the patrons. If you want to support the show, become part of CCO Experience. Get over to Patreon. Link's in the show notes. You can find us in... Magic at Magic 30. We're going to have our own commander area. If you missed the house, should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but if you missed the house, you can still find us. We're going to have signage, giveaway stuff. We've talked to some cosplayers. We're going to get some food. So if you want to get like in on the catering, you can you can do that stuff too. Yeah. We'll talk about that on the bonus show tomorrow. Yeah, if you want to pay $10,000 to play Magic, you can just not. And you can come play with us for free. Yeah, play with us instead. Okay, final thought of the day. That's that's it. Oh. Play, play magic. <laughs> We're going to see you tomorrow on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Oh, yeah.